Let's get started. All right. It's been a minute. We back up in it. Ours. Um, this is Put It On Record, the Sometimes E podcast about DJing, <laughs> hosted by the busiest DJs in the world, me, DJ Byrne, uh, and I got my two co-hosts here. Don't fret. And Recio. Back in the building, full strength, you know, <laughs> like the Brooklyn Nets. Um, so the last episode that were, was recorded was in September. Um, was all three you know, of us? I think, period. Um, oh. With all three of us, it was longer than that. I'm going to look yeah. really quick while I filibuster that um, the a lot of stuff has happened. I definitely plan on coming back on after the Reynoldsburg homecoming and talking about it, but I didn't. Oh, um, yeah. On coming back on talking about going to uh, Howard homecoming, I didn't. Um, yeah, the last episode, September 26th, was me by myself. Uh, before that was August 7th when we interviewed uh, Lil Ratchet So before Breakaway. Oh, and I wasn't available for that. So it was oh, you were? Oh, yeah, crazy. okay. Um, July 20th was the last episode that we all three of us was on, and it was with uh, Calamari and Sonic Blush. So a lot crazy. has happened since then. Well, damn. Um, lots of gigs. We in, I think, oh, then we're in two seasons later. It's fall and now it's winter. Right. Um, and we're wrapping up the end of the year. So, how's everybody doing? We here, we're alive, <laughs> busy but good. Yeah, I won't complain. Yeah, big shout out to you for finishing another semester of school. Yes. Another one down. Another one down. <laughs> I'm officially for... senior status, so God is Ooh. good. We're getting closer. You know, um, there's. I don't know if I could go to school and work and do this. I would. I don't have time now. Just just DJing and working. So putting school in the mix, that's a heavy lift. Big shout out to Queen Celine for just she just graduated. Yes, she did. Um, so shout out to her. Um, and shout out to everybody else going through the grind. Um, just yeah. in general, DJs are not. You know, we. You know, it's a hard hard life. Anyways, um, so since July, um. We've all been pretty busy with gigs and whatnot. Any any of those gigs come to mind? Any of those special, special moments? I ain't going to hold you. Uh, I just opened the notes. So <laughs> I'm going to my July, going back to July on my written calendar so I can have some um, content for you. So bear with me, Alexis. You're going to have to hold me down, Recio. Oh, okay, got you. Um, so, yeah, don't use the government. We gotta be anonymous. Anyways, um, <laughs> let's see. So in August, I feel like my August was kind of like hectic just because like I had there's like two weekends back to back that I was like DJing all day. Mm-hmm. And then there was one weekend I was DJing all weekend, and that was just like awful because a lot of it was like outside in the dog days of summer but it was a lot of fun but one of those gigs was like my first artist performance and I think I talked on the podcast before about like the prep leading up to it but that was like really interesting because it was also like my first out of town gig so like none of these people knew me they didn't you know have to you know say anything to me or you know whatever And it was a really short set because it was just like the intro for the artist. So it was really interesting, but it went very well. Um, And it just kind of like opened up my mind about like the possibilities of what I could grow into as a DJ, whether it's like being an artist official DJ or like just moving into maybe like my own artistry or like whatever else so it was a lot of fun and then yeah I feel like I had some corporate gigs that like fell into place very like last minute and randomly but those were fun too but yeah I had a lot of fun at the end of summer into fall and then I took a break I took like a two-month break um because I was studying and then we back at it Dope, 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 dope. Um, yeah, DJing for an artist is a different experience completely because, I mean, you're, you're pretty much um, 
a utility for them. Mm-hmm. There's also ways to be creative and you got to rehearse. And artists like to just, especially rappers like to just like um, take a left and then go off course and you got to be ready. <laughs> you got to have music up. You got to have, and do an open mic too. You got to have like sound effects up and all that. So right, you right. definitely got to be on your toes <laughs> um, and rehearsal is key. Um, let me see. I'll let, don't forget, I have some more time while I go over my gigs. Um, I was DJing every motherfucking weekend and I'm not complaining because I remember when I didn't have no gigs, I was like, damn, you know, I pray for times like this. So, you know, I can't complain about being full when I was hungry and I was begging for it. So, um, there are, I would say three highlights. Um, and I'll just be brief on all of them. Um, the Reynoldsburg homecoming, I was super worried about that. Um, but it went great because, uh, Kids are either they either fuck with you or they don't, and they was mm-hmm. fucking with me heavy because I got, I found all the hit songs and they were clean, and I just got busy with them. And with that, I was mindful enough to make some content out of that. I, I constructed a reel, and that reel to this day has almost two thousand likes and hundred thousand of views, and I'm still getting booked more gigs just based off of that one reel. So great content came out of that, and everybody had a good time. And I got paid the most amount of money I've ever got paid to DJ. And it was super easy. So um, I can't wait to. I'm doing their prom. I'm doing Groveport prom too, which I've oh, heard yeah. is a. I've heard, I've heard Groveport is a little more urban than Reynoldsburg. So <laughs> it's about to be um, about to be hectic. Uh, another thing I wanted to touch on is the Orange Soda fifth anniversary party, which was in December. Um, we've been doing Orange Soda for five years. and. That seems like a really long time. Like, I, f- I feel like it just happened, like the beginning of it, but it's been yeah. five years. Like five years is a long time. Yeah. Um, I've seen all my friends' kids grow up, and they're all like preteens now over the past <laughs> five years. And just thinking about where we came from and where we're at, and it was a good night. Um, everybody put on a great show. Big shout out to IQ and Trav Dave, and Trigno, and Don't Fret, and, you know, I feel like I had a bad set, because I was up there bullshitting, because I was just in the moment, I was, ha- I was I was feeling good about what we created, and where it's going now, so I, I was just up there just slamming records, no mixing, just boom, 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 you know, whatever. That's crazy you say that, because I had a blast, but, you know, That's I also, you were drunk. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was, but it was a celebratory occasion, and it was just like, I remember going to the first Orange Soda and even like, I feel like Orange Soda doesn't get talked about enough as far as like really being an outlet for creatives in Columbus, because like I was just a party goer when I first went and now I'm a DJ and I've been able to DJ at Orange Sodas and same for Reva, like, or excuse me, don't fret. It's all good, baby. But it's, it's been a nice, like safe space. It's allowed a lot of people to have community, build community, express themselves, and it's just a great time. Fresh yourself. I'm glad you said that because I struggle. I think you guys know this about me. I, I go back and forth with being humble and not being humble. And I feel like a lot of people don't give Orange Soda the credit of the influence that we had on nightlife and culture, not only in Columbus, but reaching outside the market. Because mm-hmm. as I said on the mic that night, I was a little drunk. A lot of 2000s parties started after Orange Soda, and a lot of them still ain't going. And mm-hmm. we still here. So, um, but yeah, that's enough about that. Because I do want to get to the third thing, is that I went to Howard Homecoming for the first time. And outside of the, well, the, the, the homecoming experience in general was just amazing. It was amazing to see so many uh, black college educated or attending people just walking around having a good time it was like the equivalent of you Columbus people know like the arena district but all black mm-hmm. and all from all walks of life um quote-unquote celebrities out there too um so it was a great experience but it was even better because i met somebody that i talked to online dj chubby swag um i met him he's super humble um you would think based on his background and his resume that he would be like a cocky person and i met some cocky djs that that weekend too but he was super nice super welcoming um he got us into this bando party which was like 
First of all, any party you was going to that weekend was going to be like fifty or hundred dollars to get into because it was everything was jumping that weekend. Yeah. You got us in there. I got to watch some DJ. I got to see how other crowds react to music, and it was just a great time. And I think we um, forged a great relationship out of that. That's going to uh, be fruitful in the future for the both of us, and and definitely in twenty twenty three. We'll talk about that later but- in the episode. For the listeners that aren't familiar, would you like to um, explain why he may be cocky? Oh, well, um, first of all, that was uh, Nipsey Hussle's first tour DJ. Mm -hmm. Um, He's a Howard University graduate. He's from L.A. Um, He's DJed just this past weekend. Um, He was at some Snapchat corporate party, some party for NFLPA. Um, I can't even go over all the event he did at the uh african-american museum for some event too right before homecoming so i'm like and he, like i said like he's always booked all across the country too from la to dc and every, everywhere in between but still super nice super supportive i do want to mention one thing that i learned out there that i'm trying to implement here is that i've never seen djs or promoters promote other people's parties alongside theirs like he putting up flyers for everything that's going on that weekend, not just his shit. Mm. Um, with the thought of, I didn't ask him about this, but I will. With the thought of that, like everybody can't go to one place, so it's mm. like we can all eat if we all support each other. And y'all know that shit do not happen here. It's mm. like, oh, if, if if I'm not there, if I'm not making no money off of it, I'm not supporting it. Right. And um, I definitely want to change that narrative because, like I said, he reposts and retweets everybody's shit. Uh, whether it conflicts with his or not, because it's like everybody's going to eat. I definitely, uh, I learned a lot that weekend just meeting other DJs. Shout out to uh, Jordan Jetson. I met him. I met a DJ Marauder. It's a couple more DC DJs, and it was it was definitely a good time. So it's probably the highlights of the past couple months for me. Was that your first HBCU homecoming? Um, It was, and... It makes me, I've always been intrigued and interested in going to HBCU. I kind of got turned off on it when I left high school because my sister went to Wilberforce and she didn't have a good experience there. Um, But now um, I definitely am interested in it. Um, Little known fact is that I definitely got accepted to Central State a couple years ago and I had all my classes planned out too. And then it just didn't work out financially. Um, but I was just talking about it this weekend with my wife about like, you know, still trying to pursue that. Um, just to, I, I think it means something to say that, you know, you went to HBCU. Yeah. No offense to anybody that did. So. Yeah. Well, you talking to a Buckeye currently. Her. Two. <laughs> That's what's up. Um, but yeah, great experience. I definitely want to go back. Um, and kick it a little bit more. That was more of a business trip for me. So I, I definitely want to go back next year and actually kick it. Uh, but yeah, don't forget. Well, I'm sorry, what did you say? You mean get drunk and pass out? Absolutely. Ah. He tried to oh. offer me some weed too. I'm like, uh, I don't know if you want me to be sleeping in this club. So I can't okay. do that. Locked out and snoring. Okay. Right. <laughs> um. So I'm looking at my calendar, and in July, um, I had an event at Columbus Museum of Art. I'm not sure if I touched on it on a previous episode, but that was a lot of fun. We were outside. Um, they have an event called BAM during the summer. It's like every Thursday. BAM stands for Bar Art and Music. Um, and we were just out in the garden. My family that is not in Columbus came in town. A couple of my friends that can make it came out. Kev came and shot me so I could put some content out. Um, just really, really, really good vibes. It's nice to be in like a different space and play some different um, music. And then I don't know if we discussed Breakaway in August, but that was lit. I had a lot of fun at Breakaway in August. That um, I was going to say that was my first like festival stage, but actually Orange Soda Fest was my first festival stage. So, yeah, gang, gang. Gang shit, no lame shit. <laughs> um, in September, we had a super soda, but was that Manny Fresh? Yeah. Or was that DJ Drama? Manny Fresh is so cool, so humble, so down to earth. Um, and I think he's pretty dope as a DJ too. Um, so that was really fun in September. 
in October. I got to bring things back full circle. Um, my first live gig ever was with Orange Soda for OSU's Homecoming at Granero. And I did the day party for OSU's Homecoming with the alumni on the 2nd of October uh, with DJ Mr. King and Chase. So that was fun. I did my set and then I kicked it for a little bit. Um, so I got to enjoy the kicking it part, but I also got to enjoy performing as well. Um, and I think we had the bar crawl in November. That was hella fun. Um, I was sad because I was the last DJ on the tour on the crawl. So you had, so you had to keep it together. <laughs> yeah, because I'm I want to be a mess. I'm not going because I was pill. <laughs> So, um, yeah, I had to keep it together, but we had a really good time. Like I, I DJed, they asked me to stay longer. The vibe was on point. The girls were turned. Um, so yeah. And then we closed out November going into December with the anniversary party. And it just really, for me was like, damn, five years. Like I say that to people when they ask me how long I've been doing it for me, it's just like right under five. But like, damn, five years. That's crazy. So much time has elapsed. I guess I don't have a concept of time sometimes. So that puts some things in perspective uh, for me that evening. And yes, I was lit. So I don't know if you had a good set or not, but I don't have any complaints. <laughs> right. Had a so ball. Um, I think, and I don't know if it's a DJ thing or for you, it might just be because you're so busy that. I only think about what's about to happen this weekend because I got gigs. Yeah. And so every weekend, you go weekend, 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 and you look up, damn, it's been five years yep. of me just, you know, working for the weekend. So, well, and um, the thing for me is like the, the memories that matter to me because I remember them so vividly, it feels like yesterday. Like some, there are moments in high school that still feel like yesterday to me. And I graduated many moons ago. You know what I mean? So, um, <laughs> When we took that picture in the parking lot outside of Bakersfield, that feels like it was like two years ago. Doesn't it? Definitely like six or seven, maybe. I don't know. It just doesn't feel like that much time has elapsed. Yeah, like this whole, like, I don't know. I don't know if this is an old age thing, but time and perspective is like really hitting me now because like five years just flew by like that. Mm -hmm. And. It's all been like a blur, like I said. So, you know, just trying to be going to 2023, trying to be more intentional in the moment and yeah. trying to recap more, too. Um, yeah. Speaking of recapping, um, what, what would you all say that you learned in 2022 about DJing that you hadn't experienced before that you didn't know? That I didn't know? Uh... I didn't know that I would be a troubleshooter because this year I experienced a lot of issues with Serato cutting off while I'm playing in the middle of a set. And I'm not a burn knows this because I call them all the time. I'm not a technical person. I play, I DJ because I like to play good music. I like to um, excite people and make bodies move. I am not, I don't know. I do know the basics, but I don't know every chord. I don't know every button. I don't know every setting and the software that we use. And this year, I, I will say I got a little more familiar with the aforementioned because my shit was cutting in the middle of my set. And I had to figure out, was it the glitch in Serato? Did a chord, you know, fall out? Or was it a short in the chord? Is there something going on with the board that I'm using? Having to pivot and plug in, you know, an adapter in my phone and just make sure it's not dead dead air but then while I got that going on still try to figure out what the hell is going on with you know Serato or my mixer so yeah I'm uh, I can troubleshoot under pressure mm -hmm. I don't like to which is why it's very important to get familiar with your belongings your equipment the stuff that you use but I recognize that I mean when I ain't got no choice <laughs> I'm capable right <laughs> that's why you gotta get there early and keep some extra cables on you um, always what i learned going back to uh meeting um chubby in dc 
and just interacting with people online in general is that, I mean, this is common sense, but um, or maybe it's not common sense. Outside of Columbus, um, when you talk to other DJs, um, they're more, they're more helpful DJs than there are not helpful ones. And networking is, you know, um, important. And we can all, like, it ain't got to be a competition. Um, I would say probably up until maybe like a year ago, it's always been a competition for me. It's always been like, then again, shit. Like, I'm better than him. Mm-hmm. When at the end of the day, and I, I, and I told uh, DJ Black this, and I told other DJs this, like, we all pretty much play the same shit. It's really about how you play it. And you and your personality and, you know, how you carry it, you know, and that goes into social media. I learned a lot about social media this year about, you know, um, catering um, content towards people because we all spend way too much time on our phones anyway. So if you want to reach out to more people, like give them something to look at. Um, So, yeah, I would definitely say building relationships, genuine relationships with people. I learned that this year and and also on a, on a local sense, like how DJ would chase probably more. No, well, not more than don't fret, but that, that's second. I like I'm, I'm going to chase all the time and just talking to him and having more conversations. Uh, we need to have him on his pod because I like I've only had one conversation with him at length about him DJing and it was during one of the OSU games. So definitely want to um, hear his perspective and. Um, just in general, like I said, DJs, um, big shout out to Tron. Tron pulled up the hips and, you know, Tron don't really go out the house, but Tron's another one that like could be a dickhead, but he's not. Like he's just like, oh, I'm, I'm just out here having fun, you know, like, and you know, and, yeah, at the anniversary party, he was somewhere else too. Um, but that's why on the day before Thanksgiving, I pulled up to his event because, um, it's important. That's one other thing I learned is that. As small as it is, it's important to show up for people's gigs, especially if you want them to show up for yours. Like, I, you know, I came to y'all um, Sweet Tooth thing to get mm-hmm. content, but then Sonic Bless texted me the next day like, I really appreciate you uh, pulling up. And, I, I, and, you know, like, I don't know. I'm just me. So, but to her, that might have meant the world. So mm-hmm. why not show the people shit? Like if you got the time it's, and it, and if it costs something reasonable or if it's it definitely, if it's free, like why not right. just pull up, show people love, especially if you're a DJ showing another DJ love, um, you know, just pull up. Cause if you got the time that I'll that, that, that probably mean the world to somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, also shout to, uh, Cam from A6 Collective, uh, we got double booked. I pulled on him at Marvin's, and it's a young dude. He probably DJ, been DJing for six months, but uh, I feel like he up next. And, you know, I'm, I'm, and unlike other people that was before me, I'm not trying to look at him with no animosity. It's like, damn, we can mm-hmm. all eat, so let me be a resource. You know, if you need something, hit me up. We stand a DJ that's not a hater. Um, yeah. I need to stop saying that. That's my goal in 2023. What? Per. Oh no, I'm taking that to the grave. <laughs> Baby, I'm gonna say it. Also, um it's always pertinent. Like there's always a reason. It's always relevant to say. That's what I meant to say, relevant. Sorry. Carry on. My uh my wife has pulled up some of your mannerisms. I'll be looking like, who am I talking to? Really? <laughs> <laughs> nah, I don't know ahead. if that's good or bad. <laughs> it's definitely not bad. It's just noticeable. Just like it's oh, noticeable when she do my mannerisms, I'm like. Who are you? Who is you? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. What about you, Riccio? Um, I feel like this year I learned I was a lot more capable, just like overall, like capable of doing corporate gigs, capable of DJing for older crowds, for mixed crowds, for small crowds, for big crowds. And it took me a very long time. It's still like a work in progress to like, kind of like have that confidence because if y'all have ever seen me DJ and Burn talks about this all the time, like I am kind of like a robot because I'm nervous as hell. Like yeah. it's very, um, I get so in my head about doing a good job that like when I'm out and about, I'm looking at everybody else having a good time instead of kind of creating the vibe for myself. And 
I am continuing to grow into that, but I've had quite a few gigs this year where I've been able to like see the fruit of my labor and it is very confidence building um, and like door opening because it allows me to continue to say yes to gigs that I have said no to for since I've started. Um, so that's that's what I learned this year. We stand a confident queen, okay? <laughs> oh, um, another thing I learned. Um, expectations with promoters and party goers. Uh, we need to talk about what the night's going to be like and what mm. you expect from me because um, if, you, if you go into a certain party thinking one thing and it's supposed to be another, that could be kind of frustrating. And maybe if you know what the party is going to be up front, you wouldn't take it. So yes. definitely got to use more discretion, all money and good money and all opportunities and good opportunities. If you're going to be used like a utility instead of a creative. So, yes. In the beginning, um, when I was just trying to get like put my hours in, get the experience, I wouldn't say no to anything. I'd be at a gig like, what a hit. Like I knew um but I just I needed to get in front of people so I took everything on and now I'm definitely uh more selective about spaces that I'm in because if I can't do it I want to do creatively and um you gonna be barking on me all night about what you want me to do or not do I'm not I'm not the DJ for you I I'm not the DJ fan. <laughs> Mm-mm, get somebody else to do it. <laughs> that or if I asked you and you told me, I'll oh, just do do what you want to do. And then the night of, you hand me a list or continue to ha- hand me list, I'm going to be mad. <laughs> and I'm going to want to pack up and take my stuff home. Or like what's confusing to me is like, you'll be doing a party and something will be working for the people that paid Mm -hmm. admission but the people throwing the party or the promoters of the party want you to go a different way so you do because hey you're paying me and let's see how maybe this is the lane they want to go they don't the crowd the people that paid their hard-earned money to get there don't want that vibe so now like Mm -hmm. you're looking stupid in mm-hmm. front of the party goers because you switched up the vibe at the behest of the person you're doing business with. Mm-hmm. So going forward, if you book me, I'm assuming it's because you trust me to do what I do, how I do it. So please just let me do it. And it all looked the same in the recap video. So let me do it. And y'all put okay. it y'all want to do <laughs> on no. top of it. And everybody's I'm a, happy. I'm going to put that on a t-shirt. Let me work. <laughs> Let me work. Leave me alone. Quick story real quick. I was at Noir on Friday. It was probably like 11, 11, 15, whatever, right? Um, this is a bottle service club. We're going to talk about that probably in another episode, how bottle service is killing the, the DJ's vibes. Um, but anyways, I'm in there doing my thing, playing a lot of babyface Ray because that's what niggas want to hear, I'm, to be honest. Um, why do come up? It's like, can you play some early 2000 stuff? And I'm like, it, I mean, what you want to hear? I mean, it, 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 I normally don't take requests, but it's 11. I could probably like put some shit in there real quick. You know, ain't no thing. So he's like, nah, just, you know, whatever. Cool. So, you know, there's a section of the ladies right in front of me. They trying to, you know, twerk or whatever. I played Trina uh, look back at me immediately. Then I'm playing another couple more songs. He came back up. He's like, you forgot about me? First of all, don't <laughs> you forgot about me, me. When they get like, I, 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 like if I ain't play it, just move the fuck on. But anyways, I said, um, uh, you ain't hear the Trina? He's like, what? I'm like, you ain't hear the Trina I just played? He's like, can you play some Jay-Z? I'm like, sure. Now this time, it's probably like 1130. I'm like, why the fuck would I play Jay-Z? I, I love Jay-Z. Favorite rapper. I ain't got nothing for the club right now. Right. Uh, and I ain't playing I Just Want to Love You next to some um, future. <laughs> like, that ain't gonna work. <laughs> Um, so then I, I'm watching him walk around the club in disgust. Like, I'm like, my peripheral very good. I'm, I'm I can be looking at the turntables and I see who in front of me. So he's walking around mad and then he leaves. So not only did you have a dumbass request, but you was about to leave anyway. 
Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. And you probably ain't paid to get in here and you in here just fucking up my vibe. So I'll say all that to say that that's another reason why we don't take requests. Just let me work. My knowledge of music is better than your playlist. I assure yes. you. But, you know, that's just how it goes. But, and like, to- I, I don't like the... I don't like that. Like, come to me with something. Like, the first time he approached you was, can you play something from the 2000s? Right. Okay, well, what would you like to hear? Yeah, like, what would you like to hear? And if you don't have that answer for me, fuck out of here. That's like saying, play something I can dance to. You just can't dance, because all this shit is banging. You (laughs) slappers. I don't know what you're doing. Um, But, I mean, everybody had a good time. Um, The rest of the night, and also keep in mind, I did four hours by myself. A lot of DJs can't do one hour. Let's just keep it real. Unless it's a theme. Four hours, no theme. Um, it was banging the whole night. I even did like a little old school Jeezy versus Gucci set. Um, and the only feedback I got was when I played uh, Gucci first day out, the nigga in the section next to me was like, hey, let that shit play. Play the whole thing. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I'm already going. Are you already know. This is, she couldn't wait to sing that. Um but yeah, that was a good night. Um, and Noir's dope. Um, you just gotta, you know, you, you, I would say that's one of those things where you gotta use the mic. And that's another thing I learned is I'm making a list for the all of us of mm-hmm. things to put in your repertoire for the mic. Cause um, pump it up, pump it up. It's no, no, probably not the that. Roof, the roof, <laughs> the hey, roof hey. is all. All the whole say ho, all of that. <laughs> um, one thing I've been saying recently that actually works is like, oh, I see y'all popping bottles. Yeah, we here having a good time. More bottles, more bottles, and this stuff I would never say in any other setting. Okay. But um, but yeah, I mean, I, uh, the problem is I take myself myself too serious because I would yes. feel immediately like an idiot saying. I something feel like, like a that. fraud. Not that I even look at people who are great on the mic and use lines like that. I don't look at them like, oh, he's corny or she sucks. Just for me, like, that's not something I would say. So when I say it and it sounds foreign to me, I literally like shrivel up on the inside. I'm like, oh, my God, everybody heard that. If I hate it, I know they hate it. Get me the fuck out of here. That's how. That's where I'm at with it. No, that's I like I'm not like I, I feel like a commercial when I say so like that. But that's what needs to be said. Like. If you celebrating a birthday, put your motherfucking drinks in the air right now. Like I would, like I'm, I'm cringing at myself. Like, that sounds corny, but <laughs> it works every time, and that's what people want to hear in situations like that. So it's so weird because I'm actually like good at hosting in general. Like you know when we did the wedding, the Grayson wedding, I ended up having the mic the for the whole ceremony and reception rather and. I, I do great in settings like that, but I don't know what it is about once I press play and then I got to talk to, um, I don't have the same confidence that I do when I'm just, when I, I just need to be myself and just, you know, like keep, keep the function going, keep the synergy going. So I got to figure out how to make that work. Personally. It's just about reps to be honest. So, you know. Pump it up, pump it up. <laughs> if you say that, <laughs> no, that's probably not going to work. Um, so you know, we're about midway through this episode. We normally do, uh, you know, uh, I don't even know what it's called because we ain't done it in so long. What's it called? Put us on. Put us on. Put you on. Something I don't know. Um, but now I'm being more intentional. Hold me to this. I'm gonna start from right now. I'm actually going to make this playlist. I have a notepad up right now i'm gonna write down all the songs we say and this one is special because it's going to be our personal favorite songs you're literally this... in front of a laptop just open up title or apple music and start the playlist from there you're talking yeah. about writing it down right you're you gonna put something on we're gonna forget about it we got to rely on malcolm again for another year <laughs> that's what i'm gonna do right now all right, so the caveat to this, that this is the point where we you know, give you songs. Usually we give you songs that you don't know about, older and new, that you should be listening to. But now I want us to do songs that really work for us while we're DJing. I'm going to put a three-song limit on an artist because we can't put the um, whole Beyonce album on here. Why not? That's the fuck They all can. work. They all work. In sequence, too. Yeah. I don't literally. I don't play it in sequence. But, baby, you can. 
because everybody because we listen to it so much we already are expecting the next song anyway in sequence i'll mix it up and i'll throw in some you know old beyonce some destiny's child in there too but baby you could play renaissance from front to back or back to front baby all right so let's pick three songs um cuff it virgo's groove and um church girl or alien superstar or heated heat is my shit yeah i'll go with heated he did. He did. Cuff it. Virgo's groove. Yeah. Yes. Wait. Okay. What did we just give you though? <laughs> what do you mean? Are these are the the yeah, Beyonce these... songs of twenty twenty two? Like what are... song are we giving? Because we could just talk about Beyonce songs for another hour if you want. But yeah. like, what did we just give you? That can be a filler um, episode. We're just making, me and Reva. Uh... The songs of the year as from a DJ perspective that worked on our sets for 2022. Oh, for me, um, let me see, actually, because I don't know if this is a 2022 song. It's 2021, actually. Oh, you know, a song that I liked, it was very random. I was like paying for another DJ service for like a couple months. Mm-hmm. And it was the Lil John remix to tt maybe grunto oh it was it was it it worked a little john version of that yes and apparently i think like he did this on like an instagram live at one point and then he finally like put the remix out we're gonna add that song in general because that's a banger i'm gonna play it friday um we're gonna put tomorrow on there Oh tomorrow. my God! Tomorrow yes. and FNF. Yes, hands down. Um, I would add for me that worked. Um, where did it go? P Power, Gunna and Drake. Yes. Works. Oh, on that really quick. Yeah. So you know. <laughs> No surprise to anybody. I'm not a street nigga, so I don't care. But do you feel a way playing that music to the crowd that might think, oh, this nigga a rat. I don't want to hear him. Unless someone pulls a gun on me, I'm playing it. Okay. Oh, you know what? We do have Lex Squire. We have an Esquire on here, so she can actually tell us if it's like snitching or not legally. I don't even know. There's only one case I'm worried about, and I hope that <laughs> leprechaun go to jail. To right. fucking to jail. jail. All right, P Power. Die Hard. Kendrick Lamar. Die Lamar. Hard. 7-12 p.m. Giving by Lotto, I always get a good reaction from the ladies when I play that. Warm yes. Embrace. Warm Embrace. Oh, yes. The men really go up for Warm Embrace. It's hilarious. And actually, to, for the record, men go harder for FNF than the girls do. And I said what I said. That's true. And that's okay. I just think it's funny. Seven twelve p.m. Oh, you know another one. Let me check the credits on this. Broke boys. I haven't played it yet. Not but for I'm me. sure who go who turns up for that. Everybody. I can't talk to you. Yeah, I think we got a good little list for that. Right. How many songs is that? Not a lot, but I mean, it ain't got to be, you know, it's just whatever works. So, um, where's it at? Uh, it's 11, song, 11 songs. Uh, he Wait for You. Wait for You goes up too in any setting. And Lost Souls, Baby Keem and Brent. Is that this year? That's last year, huh? That's last year. The end of last year. Um, I'm gonna just yeah, go through something I was working too. on already, and we're gonna see if we missed anything. Um, last, last. Oh, duh! I feel like people don't respect that song as much as they do Essence. Oh, you know what else goes? Um, finesse. You know finesse. Uh, cool when they do it. No, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I was thinking finesse two times. The artist, not the, is that a, the name of a song? 
Yeah. Finesse is the name of the song. It's an yeah. um, Afrobeat song. Um, oh, Jimmy Cooks, for sure. Oh, yeah, that's a, yeah, for sure. Um, I feel like there's They're like a baby out. face Ray or ESTG song that we're missing because I know. Yeah, that, that's what I'm like looking for right now. I get those requests a lot when I'm out and I realize that I, I don't know which Ooh. songs to play. Um, I don't know if people like this song before the tragedy happened, but Hotel Lobby really goes off. It did. Prior- I love that song. Yes. I ain't gonna lie, uh, no disrespect to them, but it just sounded like another Migo song when it came out for me. But people True. really like it, so. Um, oh, Persuasive by Dochi. Yes. So persuasive. Yeah, this is a Dochi stand account. Oh, you know what? It's About Damn Time by Lizzo. Oh, yeah. Don't piss me off, baby. This is a Lizzo stand account, okay? I seen her in concert and yeah, she scalped me. I'm here for it. Oh yeah, you yeah. did go to that concert. Girl, and got my whole entire life together. Congratulations. So <laughs> for me, I am gonna play this song until there's another song to replace it. And that's Freaky T. Yes. Amazing. Amazing. Um, did you see um Somebody else just posted her song. She's a, and that song made the high maintenance playlist. So she about to be out of here. Shout out to her, Tia Corinne. Shout out to I her. haven't played this song yet. Actually, let me check the year before I add this. But I think it's like on your radar. BET next. Um, Big Boss Vet, Pretty Girls Walk. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I downloaded mm-hmm. that. Pretty Girl. Mm-hmm. That was one of the songs mm-hmm. I prepared for Friday because I was like I gotta um, include all these songs on the high maintenance playlist that I just I'll be like oh this is a good song and I never because Brie be listening to them I'm like oh this is a good song I wonder what this is called and I never know yeah. oh Lola Brooke don't play with it don't play with it. Don't play with it. Don't play with it. And, Sha- and Sha- Shabuya from with his oh, you know, Burn played that at no, what? No, no, no. It wasn't Orange Soda. It was that. It was the after party for the tour. I was about to call it the Millennium Tour. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Yeah. You played it, and I feel like only me and one other person was like, "Yes." We only care about you, so that's all that matters. Oh, thanks. Yeah, I didn't have songs because um, I thought we were just Beyonce. Well, there's that. But girl, last night, me and Corey ended up. So Chris Classics had like a holiday party at her. um, Where she lives, like she lives in one of those downtown apartments. So like in the lobby or whatever. Mm -hmm. So she invited me and I'm like, you know what? I'm trying to be more intentional about developing and cultivating those relationships with other women DJs. So I'm a go. And me and Corey spent 20 minutes trying to figure out why people said Virgo's goof was meh. Who said that? Who said that? Girl, it was awful. Like me and Corey really was like, we should have left then. Like we should have left. People really don't know good music. I said, listen, well, what I said on Twitter today, I understand you not liking people as persons for whatever reason, because there was there was a very long time I did not like Beyonce because I blamed her for the OG DC breakup. And that really broke my heart. I've, you know, you know, I went through therapy <laughs> about it. I'm cool now, but um, you can't deny good music. And they were trying to tell me that Renaissance wasn't really all that. And she was following a trend. And I just what was the trend? What was the trend? Something about her and Drake following trends that Silk Sonic started, and I'm like, well, that's fine. But if she she, say she is following a trend, but she put out an album that's better than everybody that you just named, now what? Cuffa is better than any song on the Silk Sonic album. Now what? So yes, I was there befuddled, and I'm like, this is why I don't 
party with other women. Do you, you can't you can't associate with the commoners. You really can't. Wait, who said that? Uh, Chris Classics had a holiday party she invited me to, and I went with Corey because we were out yesterday. And some I don't even remember how it came up, but they basically just said Renaissance, the album was meh, and Virgo's Groove was like the the not the best song on the album. And I know that's debatable because you can interchange that with like a couple records. But to say that Virgo's Groove is just not really that good, I'm like, are y'all like, is it crack? Is it crack? First of all, not like a Beyonce is a character flaw because objectively she works pretty damn hard. And if mm. you can't admire that, then there's something really wrong with you outside of like being a stan. But also this album has so many layers that if you didn't like Renaissance, you cannot hear music probably or appreciate it. You didn't have a good stereo system uh, when you grew up. Your your parents didn't play good music <laughs> on Saturday mornings when you clean. Or you just probably aren't happy in life because I can see that if you aren't in a good place, you probably right. don't want to hear no dancing music. So th- that's that's all I got for those And people. I was like, what trend are y'all talking about? We've been listening to trap music for the last seven fucking years. We've been listening Nobody's... to people singing cursive. Like what? Yeah. You're going to chill on SZA though. For real, <laughs> I promise you, I won't. I still hear the album is amazing. I, still I don't it. know. I don't know. I don't know. You know what? You I, know why you don't like it? Because you're in a happy relationship. Me too. Probably. But I feel Probably. where she's coming from. Because <laughs> we was in the dark for so long, and I were in the light. I but, she does not enunciate. It's so hard for me to make out. Like her, I put her and Ariana Grande in the same boat. Um, they both mm. can sing. I'm sure the content is amazing. But because I have to fight. To hear, to make out, like to translate, to transcribe what you're actually saying. I'm cool. Like, I, I don't have the mental capacity to figure out what the fuck you're saying just to sing along. I can't do it. It's a great album for me. Um, and I like that. I, I definitely get that because um, on some of the songs I like, it's like more of a flow. It, like, it sounds like a reference track, you know, because you don't fully enunciate, but. Anyways, this playlist will be available. We might add some more songs to it for our year-end review, but this will be available. I have it right here in front of me on title. All I do is take these songs, put them on Apple, put them on Spotify. That's it. Um, 2023. Um, first of all, just a quick yes or no. Um, would you rather be working on New Year's Eve or partying? I want to be sleep, child. I want rest. It varies for me. Sometimes I just want to kick it. And then sometimes I want to be the kick it. So I don't, I can't really answer that. I I don't have an answer for that. I feel it's it. Um, interchangeable for me. Because I'd rather like, on, on, and sometimes I want to just relax with my wife and, you know, bring in the new year with her. But I can't turn down his money either. I don't know. <laughs> well, last year my sister hit me the week of uh, Christmas and was like, "What can I? What deposit do I need to put down today so that you can de- DJ for me New Year's?" So I've had 2023 booked since Christmas of 2021. That's crazy. Uh, my sister was like, "Yeah, come down here. We'll take care of you." Da 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 da. And I'm like, "All right, bet. Like, I'll be Are you with doing you it? next year. This year." Yeah, it was for this year. Okay, okay, I got you, I got you. Yeah, it's tricky when it's like 2023. I was saying she hit me last Christmas to ask me if I could do New Year's Eve this year. I got you, got you. Okay. She's like, "Don't take no gigs. (laughs) We want you." I'm like, "All right." Yeah, I'm gonna be uh, at the Sheridan downtown for COIP Black Tie Soiree. I don't know how to say that word. English, my second language. Um, yeah, it should be a good time. It's open bar and it's heavy whore doors. Orders. Um so we'll see. I don't know. Um another quick thing before we get into 2023 goes. What song do you think should be playing when the ball drop? Or after the ball I drop? I want to say that after finally listening to the full song, the little Uzi song is not an option for me. 
it's just not. He ain't saying nothing. It's just sounds. It's just but sounds. You gotta watch the video. If you see the dance, you I see. Like, oh, I seen the. That. I seen the dance. I seen all the like, remakes. You're not gonna play the video on a screen while the song yeah. is playing. No, don't drop that at midnight, please. I'm gonna say cuff it. I I yeah, agree. I ain't mad what I'm only look. What are the Grammys? What's the song of the years for the Grammys? Oh no, you don't want to pick from that list. That's just terrible. <laughs> I'm break just my soul. I think is the yeah that's the, the song. Her album. Okay. No, I don't think Cuff is nominated at all because Virgo's group is R and B performance. Yeah, I don't think Cuff is on there. How is Cuff? I, I don't. I'm y'all. The song crazy. after the ball drop for me got to be either um, Cuff it or Tomorrow. That's two different directions. Mm. But those are the biggest songs of the year, to be honest. They're still Tomorrow relevant. Play Cardi's verse so often. It's oh, I have the version that she's first. Yeah, and I play it every time. Oh, let me. Uh... What is it about we've tickling your ass crack to get everybody going, men and women? I don't. I don't know. Uh, there's a that part. They sing it. Um. I personally never experienced um, hearing a man say that, so I cannot speak to that. Um, yeah, I see him in the club. They'd be like, maybe, yes, they, we, maybe. they want a lace front too. <laughs> okay, so Lizzo's About Damn Time is also in that category. And if it's, the, yeah. if it's not Beyonce, which honestly, I break my soul for song of the year. There's so many other songs they could have picked from the album, but okay. Um, so I would I say agree it would have to until be- I realized, until I went back and looked at my 2022 recap and I realized I played break my soul more than anything. And I was but like, that's how's because that it, No, that's not that there's variables to that though. We hadn't heard sh- anything from no, her. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about the single. I'm talking about from the album. Oh, really? Really? Yes. I never went to that song to be honest, it, but I made the same face. <laughs> Yes, I, I don't know. that out the full length album. I was like, I can't even actually believe she led with Break My Soul. I can, yeah. but I can't. You know what I mean? According, I'm like, according to my stats, come on, stats. It's Break My Soul, Cuff It, Heat It, and then Energy. Maybe, maybe it's the transition from Energy whew, to it's Break the My Soul. for me, baby. Album of the year. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. This number is Beyonce one, podcast. Number one probably might be uh plastic off the sofa for me. Yes. But I'm left. It uh, took me a second to to really hop on that wave, but I'm riding the fucking wave now. Like I'm on it. I didn't hate it. I was just like, oh, okay, this is cool. And now I'm like, nah, this is it. Like, this yeah. is it. That really, it really touches my soul right here. Every time I'm playing in the car, I'm really looking crazy. Um, 2023 DJ Goals. Before I say that, um, I was listening to before we touch on that, I was listening to a Dame Dash podcast or interview, and he was talking about like just visualizing and you know following through with goals. He was talking to somebody and a dude said he wanted to be an actor. He's like, "What's holding you back? You got cameras right here. What you need? Script? What you need? Like, like you making excuses why you can't do it." Instead of just doing it. And that's how intentional I want to be with the goals that I set. So nothing's too big. Um, there's all, even if you're doing something you've never done, somebody did it. So there's a blueprint to it. So um, that's how I'm trying to be intentional with my goals. But yeah, what are anything I want to go first? Uh, I just want to DJ outside of Columbus, outside of Ohio, rather. Um, I've had, I had a couple of looks that fell through. So I just want to be more diligent about the network that I have and really following up. Because sometimes when I think about it, it's like, well, what if I get there and it's and I'm not who I think I am? So I guess if it's if they not really following through like they should, that's God's protection. Maybe I'm not supposed to do it. And I'm like, maybe you're acting like a scared little bitch and you really need to just go see about it. Like you, you're good at what you do. Great. People, you People believe that about you. You got to believe that about yourself and take your talents where you want to take your talent. I want you to know, hear from me. I have the exact same thought. It's like, I've been doing Columbus so long. What if I go somewhere else and they ain't fucking with me? Mm. But I'm going to do it and find out. Yeah. 
But I also feel that way. I'm like, what if I'm not that nigga? You know what I mean? But I am. So. What else? Her. Also, uh, DC is definitely um, open. So we'll talk about that later. Okay. I think I'll, I want to get um, a turntable. Uh, I got a lot going on in the new year, so I don't know what my finances are looking like for a whole get up. But I think it would be cool to actually... I don't even, I wouldn't want to take it anywhere necessarily for the aesthetic. I just think it would be cool um, to have one. I I really want to um, do better at scratching. And I've always liked scratching on turntables opposed to trying to figure it out on the controller that I have. And I've been told by multiple um, tenured DJs that once I got it down packed on the turntable that I should be straight on the um controller so yeah Facts. that's something that's another goal that i'm looking into that'll probably be the latter part of 2023 mm-hmm. oh and yeah and if if i dj for beyonce or rihanna next year that'd be amazing as well baby fenty the first birthday party big prayer hey it's gonna be a big year about <laughs> you Mauricio. um i definitely plan on re- uh investing in myself um I both in like time and money when it comes to DJing like it's time for me to upgrade um I've had my my old faithful which was also at one point your old faithful so it's time to like expand Mm -hmm. um and then also I just want to get back in the habit of practicing I feel like especially like in the fourth quarter, maybe third and fourth quarter of 2022, I let like life kind of like get in the way of that. And if I was able to do it, if I was able to start DJing at the time that I started DJing in my life, then there really shouldn't be any reason that I can't make time for it on a weekly basis. Mm -hmm. And so I want to get back into like prioritizing that, even if it's just like, it's a shit week, and I can only do it for an hour. Like I need to have that hour. So, bet. Um, yes, yeah, it's about being more intentional, and I, I feel like we all reach a point where we're coasting, mm-hmm. and it's like, what's the next step? Like you know, comfortable where you are, but are you ready to be uncomfortable again and push it a little bit further? Right. I think that, I think that's where I am. I, um. I got the same goals I've always had. I want to DJ outside of the state on a regular basis. Um, I want to DJ in Vegas. Um, I want to DJ. I want to go DJ with DJ Ola in LA. Mm. Um, get that going. And I want to, um, I want to make it my goal for me and don't fret to DJ in DC before 2023 is over. You won't have um, to twist my arm or anything because I love DC. So, <laughs> oh yeah, I'm, I'm I'm sure if I'm like you know next month we are gonna be in DC, right? I'm sure you'll make some space for it. I'm, you know, I'm I already got a uh, carry on pack to the side for last minute DC situation. I love DC. Right. Um, and I want to. So I am doing more things in the background with um, content and finances. And business wise to make it so that this can be my full time job. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So that's it's tough because um, not only do I have a decent job, but I have amazing health care. And so I, I be able to account for oh, both yeah. of that. Um, but, yeah, I want to be I want my name attached to a large festival as well. A super large festival like, you know, when you see the Rolling Loud line up and to be the real small fine at the bottom it's gonna be one of my <laughs> names so i just want to go dj that too um and yeah um just growing just being bigger and better that is the goal of all and to see y'all do bigger and better things too so we're going to circle back on this episode at the end of the next year and see you check off these um these goals Y'all, wouldn't that be crazy? Sorry, I had to step away for two seconds. Wouldn't that be crazy if um this time next year I was telling y'all that I DJ for a uh, Rock Nation brunch for Beyonce? That'd be crazy. Oh, right? I'll be in be. your bag. 
You know, um, one of the DJs um, that I got familiar with um, this year not only did a Diddy birthday party and Cardi B birthday party, um, but travels around the country doing shit like that. And one back to the you know um, previous topic of what have you learned in 2022 is that it's not just DJ Khaled, DJ Drama, you know, Manny Fresh. There's a bunch of DJs in between where we are in our career and where they are in our career that mm-hmm. um, you've never heard of that make a good living going back and forth DJing corporate shit. Yeah. So, um, you know, there's opportunities out there. There's a DJ everywhere. Like when I went to Vegas, I'll say this on a previous episode, and I seen there was DJs in the hair salons inside the casinos. Mm-hmm. Like there's opportunities to DJ everywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So My friend in Atlanta, she tells me all the time, like favorite stores or like play anywhere we like to frequent when I'm in Atlanta she's like girl they got a DJ in here and I, I'm asking like you know who can we email because when my friend comes down here we need to have her in here so yeah maybe having um uh I just seen Ola was at uh just picture picture like there's an outdoor mall Santa Monica it's kind of like Easton right mm-hmm. and she was like on the third floor balcony DJing off of that like at an outdoor mall so there's opportunities everywhere it's just I'm trying to get to all of that. So right. that's the goal. And um, yeah, now that I have a stable job where I can go travel on the weekends, we're going to get the ground running. Um, lastly, let's wrap this up. Um, DJ holiday gifts. I've always struggled with this. People have hit me on the side about don't fret. Like, what should I get? Her from? I, I have no idea. Like, Aww. you can't buy no vinyl. Like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, if I tell you to buy some random cables, like it's gonna look weird. So I, I don't know. What do you think um is a good gift for a DJ since we're around the holiday season? For a DJ, a charging block, a surge protector, um anything you know, MacBook fund. Okay, I was about to say <laughs> if you want to give me a whole computer, we can do that too. We accept gift cards, cash out batteries for wireless mics shit new mm-hmm. book bag if you think i need a book oh, bag yeah. um uh, one thing burn mentioned to me that was a necessity that i think you could gift like maybe an up-and-coming dj or just someone that doesn't have it is a um what do they call burn like the that i put all my wires in now what's that called i don't know if there's an official name for it but just a uh yes that wire organizer because baby like i used to have bag. a sandwich bag with my <laughs> stuff in it I don't care, baby. I, <laughs> I'm in the trenches. Relax, okay? But oh, now I'm I got a little joint that zips with different compartments. Mm-hmm. So I think that would be a good di- gift for a DJ because I've been DJing for five years and I just got that like a couple months ago. And the crazy part is it's so cheap, but you never think to just never. go get it. Never. Now, you see, and... I think uh, I was talking to. Uh, oh, tape, electrical tape, or tape yeah. to tape Gaffer your wires tape. down. That's a good one because I never think to get it until I'm somewhere and I'm like, wow, somebody's going to trip over that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, tape. That's a. Uh, Sorry, Burn. I ain't even cut you off. <laughs> I was saying uh, that's gaffer tape. And um, yeah, DJs use a lot of that. They run through that. So um, another thing uh, is. I'm gonna try this. Oh, so like merch, like you can buy like take your take your favorite DJ's logo, make some buttons, make oh, some yeah, stickers. Yeah, I was about that. Yeah. yeah, you did that for me. Yeah, um, yeah, just a little. I always say the best gifts are stuff that you want but you never buy it for yourself. So, mm-hmm. um, oh no, what I was about to say was uh, me and Bree was making our um Christmas list. It's like, uh, I've done so much with what I've have or I make it happen with what I have that I don't think about ever upgrading stuff. So like your sandwich bag thing, like I don't think about like there might be a better way to do stuff because I've been doing it the same way the whole time. So you would never think like, Oh, there's a bag for my wires. Yeah. Or like maybe I should get an extra one of these or one of the, you know, just stuff like that. Also, um, you can get, um, stickers, um, you know, like whole wraps for like your controller to put your, Make it a different okay. color. Or put your yeah, logo you can get on me it. a dolly if you want to get me a dolly. A I dolly. One of those because I don't have the space for it right now, but you can get me a dolly. <laughs> the best thing you can do is um, Amazon gift card. 
True. Because you can get all you need off Amazon. So um, if y'all want to buy any of us a gift, you know, you got time. Amazon My P.O. box is... Girl, yeah. come on. One, just, two, three. <laughs> or just email me the uh, gift card. I'll take it. So, yeah. Um, this has been great. Um, I'm going to be on here weekly. Uh, the other two are going to be on here when they can. Um, and we're going to take this into the new year on a consistent basis. So if you are listening to this, we're going to be more consistent one way or another. Stay tuned in. Stay locked in. Um, this is going to come out on Wednesday. So Friday, me and Reese are going to be at Marvin's for the um, Friday function holiday edition. Very important that you pull up. It is free if you RSVP. Go to smdholiday.eventbrite.com. Um, anybody else going to get? No. Not to after the new year. Oh, well, uh, New Year's Eve, I already said that's org. Black Tie Soiree. Um, we're going to be at Noir on January 6th and January 8th. Make sure you pull Period. up on that. Um, and yeah, uh, we will see you uh, next year as a group together. Um, more interviews coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, make sure you follow us on all social media networks. Um, and that's it. Peace out.